Have you ever noticed that podcasts are a little like sharks? When they stop swimming, they die, and they can both smell blood from a mile away. So in the spirit of keeping swimming, I'd like to introduce you to TOS Plus. Putting my business pants on for a second, TOS Plus is our new premium membership thingamajig. It's the all-access pass to a growing library of exclusive horror, sci-fi, and WTF audio fiction, along with access to the regular TOS weekly stories in higher quality, a week early, and ad-free. Once again, that's exclusive episodes, ad-free, a week early, and higher quality audio. You'll also get access to the brand new TOS Plus Vault, where you can grab our ebooks, comics, and desktop wallpapers and all sorts of stuff. All of this is available today via our Patreon campaign, which includes juicy extras like Discord access, audiobooks, and merch. And if you're an Apple user, you can subscribe directly via the Apple Podcasts app. We're now in our eighth year of the podcast, and we've got so many cool projects on the boil none of which would be possible without the ongoing support of our listeners, specifically our premium subscribers, our super-powered patrons, and the many multi-dimensional voodoo priests air-guitaring to the TOS intro jingle. For more, head over to theotherstories.net forward slash plus. Once again, that's theotherstories.net forward slash plus. Hello, my name is Alex Markley, and I'm inviting you to check out my new podcast. It's a surreal sci-fi comedy series called The Unlikely Adventures of an Improbable Family. It's about a forlorn shell of a man, his egotistical laptop, a cartoon alien fuzzball, and a mysterious woman with telepathic abilities. You can find The Unlikely Adventures on the web at unlikely.show or wherever you find your podcasts. Give it a listen and let me know what you think. And thanks. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. These aren't the stories your mother told you. No, these are the other stories. <laughs> Twisted Love Written by Daniel Wilcox Narrated by Joseph Maudsley It had been at least five minutes since the music had stopped At least ten seconds longer than when her heart stopped beating Probably another thirty seconds before that when the thought of killing her first crossed his mind It came in a flash of anger as most of these sort of things do. And in hindsight, it might have been a reckless move. But Cody wasn't thinking straight. Not after his friends had dared him to chug a two-liter bottle of cider followed by ten push-ups. Not after he'd lost two rounds of King Cup in a row and demolished the dirty pints. Not after he'd been thinking that semi-lethal quantities of alcohol might quiet that voice inside his head that told him that he could do better than Chloe. And if we're going all out and being honest here, wasn't really his fault that she'd chosen now, of all moments, to switch her dials to bitch mode and make a scene in the middle of a thumping nightclub. Get out of here. Get out of here. She told him that she wasn't going out. Finals were in a few weeks, and there were a lot of catching up to do after an exciting first year at uni, which meant mostly all play and barely no work. He needed to go out and blow off some steam. 
they hadn't been in sync for weeks now and the thoughts of drinking away his problems was far more appealing than the prospect of some numbers on a certificate. And besides, if Chloe's latest invention worked, then why would he possibly need a degree? So Cody, Dale, Rich and Heather had started as they mean to go on. Pre-drinks were messy. Shots flew everywhere in the bar and before they knew it, they were throwing their heads about and rocking to a Bieber jam as though it were Queen. Drinks were cheap and seemed to never stop. Cody had no recollection of watching his coins turn into liquid, but before he knew it, He'd found some small table off to the side of the dance floor, where he plapped his ass and held the chair's arm, praying that the room would stop spinning. In the midst of the crowd, he could see Heather, having the time of her life, shaking her ass in that tiny dress that he was oh so happy she'd chosen to wear. Not for the first time that night, he wondered how it might look on his bedroom floor. Then, as the beeps faded into some generic pumping jam that Chloe stormed across the room. He heard her before he saw her, and the next thing Cody knew, she had shoved him backwards, his seat threatened to topple. I knew you liked her. I knew you did. It was so fucking obvious. You having fun, are you? All over her like a fucking rash. In Cody's drunken state, he found her anger hilarious. The world was sugar-coated in a numb powder that made her words turn from knives to scarves. How's the revision going? He smirked. He became dimly aware that people had gathered round in a way kids do when fights break out at school. A couple of bouncers turned their eagle eyes in their direction. Fuck you, Cody. Now I know why you were happy for me to stay at home. So you can fuck her, isn't it? Tears began to pour down her cheeks. Isn't it? She slapped him. How does she know? He thought coldly. From out of the crowd, Heather ran over to Cody's side. She grabbed his arm. What's going on, Chloe? Wanna dance? In a flash, Chloe's face turned scarlet. She grabbed her glass and threw the contents in Heather's face, who screamed as the burning alcohol soaked her eyes. Cody's mouth dropped in horror. As Heather fell to her knees, Cody went with her. He felt the little metal package drop from his pocket to the floor and scooped it back up. Behind him, Chloe began to storm off, barging her way through the crowd. In hindsight, it was in this moment that Cody lost control. This moment that Cody may have gone overboard. A hot lava coursed its way through his body, and he acted on nothing more than instinct. He found a bottle on the floor and gripped it in a fist, sprinting headfirst towards Chloe. The little metal package bounced up and down, caressing his leg, assuring him that he was allowed this moment of weakness, this one moment to unleash his fury. Chloe had no right to take her anger out on Heather, none at all. 
Somebody nearby screamed when she saw Cody's face. Chloe turned. The next thing she felt was the cold, hard glass shattering across her face. Blood and shards sparkled in the glittering lights of the DJ booth. Cody brought what remained of the bottle back and plunged it in her chest. One large shard threaded itself easily through the skin and into her heart. She began to fall. He was surprised by the speed of it all. And if it hadn't been for the crowd that had formed around him, ironically creating a barrier between the club's security and himself, he might have not had time to snap out of his trance and pull the package from his pocket, his finger quickly finding the tiny grey button on the metal box. Sometimes things have a funny way of working out. There was a moment when he heard the words, He's got a bomb! Then the button was pressed. Cody's inebriated mind prayed to every god he had ever heard of, and the world froze. The music stopped, all movement ceased. Cody looked up and saw the frozen red face of one of the club's bouncers forcing his way through the crowd. His face like a waxwork. Around him a dozen faces were stuck in horror. It worked, Cody thought. Oh my god, it worked. It worked, it fucking worked. He held the little grey box high, with its incredibly complex mesh of wires and chips, and drunkenly laughed. To think that so much power could find its way into so small an object. The teeny contraption no larger than the box he imagined himself handing to Chloe someday with a ring buried inside. Those days were long gone. Chloe lay on the floor, a stream of blood suspended in front of her. With time frozen, it was impossible to tell if the blood was leaving her chest or finding its way back. A short distance from her, a bottle was hovering above the floor, dropped by the astonishment of some drunken frat boy with his chest half out, a pissed-poor attempt at a beard drawn on his face. This is unbelievable. I've stopped time. I'm going to be rich. The thought hit him. Of course he'd stopped time. That much was clear. Cody was alone in a world catatonically stuck. He was the deity of time, able to do whatever he wanted in the world that was under his control. How every guy at some point in his life had dreamed of this moment. He wanted to explore. He wanted to look up skirts and pull down trousers. He wanted to peep into bathrooms and see what really went on in the drunken nights. He wanted to drink people's drinks, snatch their cash, play childish pranks that would really screw with them when time started again. And there it was. That painful reminder that Cody's plans, having gone well so far, was incomplete. He had successfully stopped time, but the real question was, could he get it started again? Could he break the boundaries once more and jump forward or back as his angry mind had originally told him to try? Of course he didn't want to just start time again. Now that Chloe was frozen, it was almost as though the eye couldn't stop being drawn to her torn body. 
the sight of it actually began to make Cody feel queasy. In the excitement of his tiny time test, the adrenaline had numbed some of the qualities of alcohol in his system and he began to shake, aware now of the severity of what he had done. If the next part failed, Cody was a murderer. Not only that, but a murderer of a poor girl that he had at one point loved. It didn't matter if it had changed now. She deserved better. Cody walked back to where he'd been at the moment that time had frozen. He searched for Heather and in a moment of weakness flashed his hand up her top and squeezed her breast. He twisted the dial on the side of the box, hovered over a little red button, then pressed it. For a fraction of a second, the world exploded. I knew you liked her. I knew you did, it was so fucking obvious. Having fun, are you? All over her like a fucking rash? Chloe barked in his face. For a second, Cody looked around with wide eyes, struggling to believe that it had worked. Chloe was alive, breathing, not an ounce of blood on her, and he had to hold himself back from kissing her. How's the revision going, he wanted to say, as he had before, but of course he knew how that played out. Chloe stared at him expectantly. Well? Look, Chloe, I... What's going on, Chloe? Wanna dance? Heather interrupted, right on cue. As Chloe's face turned scarlet for the second time that night, Cody grabbed her arm and stopped her from throwing her drink. Heather looked down in disgust and slapped Chloe across the face. Bitch. Chloe stepped between them. Girls, girls, calm down. Just admit it, you like her, Chloe screamed. Heather looked at Chloe with doughy eyes. Her cheeks flushed red. You like me? Of course he does, it's so obvious. But he does is stare at you every time you're near. Can't believe you're stupider than you fucking look. Cody grabbed Heather's cheeks them towards him and kissed her. She tiptoed to his height, wrapping their arms around each other. They were dimly aware of Chloe's cries, her rants, her words thrown like fire against the waterfall. But they didn't care. For the first time in as long as Cody could remember, he'd gone after something that he wanted. When their lips parted, Cody turned back to Chloe. Her face was red, tears streaming. She grabbed the nearest drink she could find and threw it at both Cody and Heather. Cody closed his eyes just in time. Heather, however, did not, falling to her knees and wailing. Cody gripped his bottle in his hand once more, patted the little metal package in his pocket, then turned back to Chloe, his eyes ablaze. What's another run through time, he thought, as he cracked the bottle across Chloe's face. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed this episode of The Other Stories. Twisted Love was written by Daniel Wilcox, narrated by Joseph Maudsley, edited by Carl Hughes, with music by Hi5 Audio Design and Tom Robson. 
If you haven't heard already, Hawk and Cleaver have a brand new podcast. It's called The Story Studio, and it's for an independent publishing company as explore the world of self-publishing, independent art, and the future of storytelling. So show for filmmakers, writers, comic book makers, crowd funders, entrepreneurs, creators, and anyone looking to tell stories in the modern world. And it's out right now. So go search for The Story Studio in your favorite podcast app, or simply go to the show notes and click on the link. Until next time. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hello, my name is Alex Markley, and I'm inviting you to check out my new podcast. It's a surreal sci-fi comedy series called The Unlikely Adventures of an Improbable Family. It's about a forlorn shell of a man, his egotistical laptop, a cartoon alien fuzzball, and a mysterious woman with telepathic abilities. You can find The Unlikely Adventures on the web at unlikely.show or wherever you find your podcasts. Give it a listen and let me know what you think. And thanks 